Hello and welcome to the DFS PhD show for today, June 20th. Um, if you like what you see, you can uh, like it, subscribe, um, or leave a comment. Those are things that help us with the algorithm. And I've uh, left my artwork back in California. So I'm leaving this here for a while, hoping it'll pick up the screenshot. And then we will go behind the curtain. So good morning, everybody. Now I'm going to show you some screenshots. Okay. So pretty good night for me yesterday. And it's like, I love it when all of the um, tactics and strategy come together, right? So yesterday was one of those days. Now, granted, I would have rather they come together for me being in the FBWC, but not quite. So we, we don't have the best of screenshots to show, but we have some pretty solid takedowns. I mean, <laughs> I fell asleep. I didn't even watch this one. I was like, what happened there? Because I, I was close to winning all the saddies. And I mean, I did, I think, right? The next page, yeah. So I won all these saddies. Um, but but you can see this screenshot, right? This is when I went to bed. I took this screenshot, winning $6. When I woke up, winning $40. I was like, what happened there? Walk off uh, Homer by Yastrzemski or something? Anyway, whatever it was, <laughs> was pretty solid. But also took me down for the main, you know, about $40 for the, the main slate. Uh, but yeah, another short slate I also took down. So look at this. I've been telling you, man, nobody nobody plays Madden Sims, and especially the people who don't play Madden Sims are not the people who, they're not aware that they're running MLB Showdown like satellites. So I'm cleaning them out. I'm up to like 16 now, and I don't know what the max for this tournament's going to be, but I'm going to be at it. Uh, okay, so then besides that, I did have, I should say, I had one pretty solid bullet in both the 100K and the uh, FBWC satellite yesterday they had the $16 uh, satellite um so Paxton and Scherzer were my only two pitchers who did okay even though neither one of them did or I guess Paxton didn't do that well Scherzer glad that I didn't limit him to more than lower than 25% yesterday but all my bat choices were incredible yesterday I had a lot of Casas I had a lot of Talkman Talkman was my overall number one batter so I knew things were going to go pretty well when uh when he was beating him up even and I had a lot of this Colorado stack, I had like 20, 25%. So I just got pretty lucky with some of my stacks there. And yeah, so that's more or less the uh, screenshot part of the recap. Um, I guess let me go. I like looking at the home part of this better. I I've done the drill down into my individual projections. You should be A-B testing if you're doing 150 max. Um, or even if you're doing 20 max. I mean, why not A-B test a couple different things? Make sure everything is getting better. Okay, so... My projection versus actual, yes, here's why we don't have all the money. These guys, right? I mean, Corbin Burns and Hunter Brown gave me the absolute pain. Um, so since, yeah, since that probably was, what, 40, 65% of my lineups, bye-bye money. But actually, yeah, I think I did. It was either break-even or like only slightly down because of the couple lineups that were, went nuts. So that's why you got to have your tactics and strategy going together. And also, I mean, you got to recognize, like somebody was asking me yesterday who heard about me winning for the first time, the big GPPs, like, oh, so now it's positive expected value for you. Kind of. I mean, like, yes, if you go to the Roto Tracker, you can plug in numbers and find out that, sure, like every time I put a dollar in, I get so many dollars back. But that's only because of the combination of tactics and strategy, right? Like if I just did GPPs all the time, I'd be losing money. And on average, probably about 18%, right? Because that's what the VIG is on DraftKings. The VIG being like the the take, the amount that the rake, I don't know what sport you're familiar with it in, but whatever the house takes to run the show. And so you have to 
to offset that VIG somehow. And that's what I'm doing day in, day out, grinding. That's why I'm talking about MLB Showdown satellites. That's why I'm talking about Madden Sims. That's why I'm talking about all these places with overlay. Anywhere you can find overlay, you must be doing enough overlay to offset however much GPP you are playing. Now, granted, there's other things you should be doing. You shouldn't be doing GPPs where you really are losing 18% every single slate. You need to make sure that when you win, you're winning more, right? So like it's been a few days and I think we've got a few new people. So why not? Well, I guess this is a new screen. So I'm not sure if I have Roto Tracker. Yeah, I don't have my Roto Tracker um, sign in here. We'll do, we'll do that again on, uh, I guess, Saturday's show when I'm back back on my home computer. But what you need to see is that you're getting for your top bins, like how often are you finishing the top 0.1%? How often are you finishing the top 0.2%, et cetera? It needs to be more than 0.1% of the time or 0.2% of the time. You need to be outperforming the expected value, right, of those top, top bins. Otherwise, your process is not right. And I mean, if it's MLB, I'm sorry because the process is including me. So, but this is, I mean, this is a fine, I'm not changing my overall strategy. Um, who else did I, I left in a couple of these other guys? Anybody else go nuts? Yeah, Pablo rewarded me in whatever lineups I left him in. Oh, no, 16. That's not that big a deal. Heaney, I wound up staying with some Heaney. Through some uh, some accidents, apparently Gomber was in my player pool as well. And not that terrible of a move yesterday. But yeah, I double check that, that the filters you have on and the previous selections you have made have stuck when you do your final um, final runs. So my 150 yesterday was a little bit dicey. Some of the some of the uh, pitchers apparently like maybe they got added to the slate later. I don't know what it was. But I was like looking at it afterwards. I was like, why do I have 2% Austin Gomber? I don't want 2% Austin Gomber at all. I want 0% Austin Gomber. All right. So I'm looking at the weather now. We're moving on to today's slate. Um, bup, bup, bup. Not very much. Nothing in the serious. Uh, what do we got? I think this might be a ballpark pal day. I'm seeing a lot of winds at like we got some 10 mile an hour winds and stuff. And so that's going to goose the probabilities a little bit at every park. So wins in in Minnesota, wins out in Chicago, um, wins left to right at the Great American Ballpark. But I mean, it's a tiny ballpark. They're going to hit them out anyway. It wins in in Oakland. Yeah, that's that's one of my, okay, I got some leverage for us. I remember there is actually somewhere this is going. Okay, so here are my pitcher exposures for this upcoming slate. The best pitcher will be Garrett Cole, probably. I mean, that's what we all think. So I have the most of him. If he does the same thing that Corbin Burns did tonight, that's fine. Sometimes you just got to light your money on fire. If it's the right move, it's the right move. Don't feel bad about it. And for MLB DFS, you should be jamming the stud pitchers, right? I mean, like, don't don't be taking chances. Don't. I mean, if you have a gut feel and you're doing 150, you can take some chances. Like, I'm going to do 150 tonight. The two, by the way, make sure you see the micro special. It's like 222 entry. You can one, uh, you can 150 max it if you got $333. But the point is that it's kind of an awesome payout structure. The top six, seven, eight, there's like a bunch of prizes that are over a thousand. So for me, that's important for winner circle at SaberSim, but for other people, that'll be important for winning a thousand dollars off of $2 and 22 cents. Um, so I'm definitely 150 maxing tonight. So does that do anything? I might actually, yeah, I'm going to add some Kirby now that I'm, now that I'm thinking, who's he playing? Yankees. That's why, yeah, Yankees strike out a lot. I think that's a fine one. I'm still fading him. Like you'll see when I do add this percentage, it's like five to 15. But when the Yankees, like, they can get really completely destroyed by a pitcher. So 
I got to leave that upside because like Kirby's upside is 30. Yeah. These upsides are no different, right? That's the reason you got to be paying attention. I would add lively too, but the, I don't know. I'm feeling he's expect. I don't know. It's just neither here nor there. Same with Savali. Like they're fine. Fine dart throws. I just don't want to throw those darts that just, you know, at the end of the day, we talked about the, um, the Stanford, what was it called? The Iowa gambling task. Right. And, and the proof that gamblers do have a feel for things, right? So this is my feel call. I don't like Savali or Lively, even though the numbers are pretty much fine for them. If you like them and you're 150 maxing, take your shots there instead of Kirby. I Cutter Crawford, like, it's not standard to take value pitcher shots, but he's fine. His upside for me is fine. Yeah, like, he's still got the same upside of the other guys. So he's not really a value play. Like, he is, he, you know, <laughs> he is a value play. You're not really needing the same amount from him, but. Anyway, so besides Cole at the top, I've got I'm heavy Kershaw until he starts being terrible. I'm, I, I expect it still. I expect it still. I've expected it all year. I don't understand Kershaw's behavior this year. Why is it so good? Um, yeah, the, but uh, regression, right? It's got to be coming. He's very old and the, the you can't hit your spots forever, right? Uh, maybe you can. Okay, so then Justin Verlander. Um, I'm on him still. He's older. Same same thing. He's priced down though. Yeah, that's that's what it is. He's we got cheap Justin Verlander today. If it was 10k Justin Verlander, I'm on the fade. But this is 7300 dollars Justin Justin Verlander, who has the same upside. We got like what 34. Yeah, he's got the same upside. This is a smash play. I'm gonna make sure I'm over the field. Smash play. Obviously, he can get smashed. So I'm gonna I'm not excluding Houston stacks. Um, and I'm recognizing the flip side of this coin. So that's the same. Pitchers are always tough, right? Like, because with Verlander or who else? Cease is going against Texas today. So I took his over. Oh, right. I'm going to give you some prize picks picks in a moment for my prize picks, guys. Um, I do have five I like that are about 70% or better today. So, yeah. And the last one, I don't know, is Valdez. And so he's fine. He's probably going to get six, seven strike at six. What do we got in here? How many Ks? How many Ks? How many Ks? 5.22. Okay, so the the um people on Sabersim do not like me taking his over whatever it was. 5.5. It gives you an indication of how on the line that is. But control tab, control tab. No, that's it. Okay, so yeah, that one's definitely on the borderline. But I think, I don't think he's, I think like the Mets could, hit him but i'm i think he'll get his case i guess that as well because they're going to be swinging swinging at him all right uh yeah right where are the mets this is the other thing you should do if you're ever on the on the borderline the mets are like slightly worse than average strikeouts or like right at average strikeouts so i'm okay taking it they're not like it's not like if you're facing the white Sox or something you get a big entire strikeout boost and it's not like you're going against who is it somebody else i have yeah on this picks. Anyway, I'll get to the picks in a second. Make sure I say all of my pictures allowed for the people watching the podcast. Verlander, I'm heavy. Framber Valdez, yeah, I'm heavy, but I just talked myself out of being as heavy as Verlander. Down to 25. This is a I like this part of my process too, guys. So if you see uh, if that's annoying to you, please let me know in the comments. But I'm also, yeah, yeah. Also, if you think I'm making a wrong move or something, please leave your rationale in the comments. I would love to improve my process via whatever comment. Uh, okay, so then we have Evaldi is another one I'm taking. Um, basically, yeah, the, that's a tough matchup. Um, the White Sox could get him. They might not get him. So if they don't get him, fine. Then I'll take it. He'll be a great... He's he's overpriced, right? So that's why he's a leverage play today. Yeah, wow, massively overpriced. But he's fine. So, I mean, spend your money there. That's fine. 
an Eovaldi Verlander stack is not the one you're spending money for normally. But yeah, you don't don't not pay for a guy just because he's expensive. That's dumb. He's got the same upside as the other pitchers. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, like I said, I'm taking my shots on Kirby and Crawford, but if you don't want to, that's fine. Same deal. You can choose Savali, Lively. I mean, Ober's fine. He's just going against Boston. Descalfani, even. I mean, he's just going against San Diego. I've taken Detmers over strikeouts, which I'm guessing they also say not to do. 5.3. They definitely say to take the Detmers. Wait, 5.3? What was he at? 5.5. Okay, so Saberson doesn't think they're going to get there on the Ks. I, I, I like the Ks. Uh, price. So anyway, so let me think. Oh yeah, I wanted to talk a little bit about team stacks. Did I say? It? Yeah, I've said all my pictures. If you didn't hear me say a picture, I don't have them. Uh, okay, so team stacks today, the ones that are just from the betting markets. Cincinnati's going to be hot. St. Louis is going to be hot. Dodgers are going to be hot. They should be. I'm not going to be. I'm not going to be full fading any of those. Uh, those all seem fine. The one one thing that really popped out for me today, Colorado being so far down on this list. Y'all scared of Ben Lively? I'm not scared of Ben Lively. I'm going to have some Colorado. They've been coming through for me. I guess they get some sort of a nerf for being away from Colorado, but there's still guys who are going to whack at it. Um, got some really low balls here. I'm not excluding any of these stacks today. I know these pitchers really are all that scary and really... I like this Texas stack. I thought they were playing someone good, though. Yeah, they got Cease. So I guess that's the question, right? Like, it, it's going to go one way or the other with the Texas stack. Um, I'm going to have both sides. Anything else here? Boston's pretty far down there. They had a good they had a good opposing pitcher. Not that good. Bailey Ober? I'm going to take some Boston for sure. Boston's good leverage. So, okay, I got Boston leverage and Colorado leverage. I guess that's where I'm always going, right? Because you can see a pretty big drop-off often to, like, where the good pitchers are, plus or minus. And so I want to take the teams where I think we are undervaluing them. Like, when you have mediocre bats against mediocre pitchers, that's where I think you get maximum variance, right? Because the mediocre bats could go wild or the mediocre pitchers could go wild. So you got to consider all of those as possibilities and decide which side you're on for the day ish take stands one way or the other. And I'm guessing, yeah, all of these teams are that the things I'm saying are consistent between the pitchers and the batters. That's what you got to make sure. Like the way DK puts it, my little mentor guy I like in content making is to get um, different without getting stupid. Right. And I mean, it's easy in baseball because there's like infinity choices. So you really don't even have to worry about getting different at all. Although, did you guys see the FBWC chopped last night, which was nuts. There's a ticket up top for $60,000 and those guys have to play a runoff today. That'd be terrible. How do you not get, you know, I'm sure they just played. They, they probably used a core from somebody's website, right? Like it was the RPS core went nuts yesterday, I think. So probably their RPS guys. Uh, they had <laughs> Newman going off and Scherzer and, uh, I think they made one bad call, so probably had to fade somebody still. Okay, let's see. Uh, okay, now let's get to the prize picks, picks of the day. I am taking Lugo over, Detmers over, Cole under. Sorry, I'll say the numbers for people watching, uh, listening to the podcast because they may have moved. Lugo under 3.5 strikeout. Sorry, sorry. Lugo over 3.5 strikeouts. I was like, that's not very much meat on the bone at under. Lugo over 3.5 strikeouts. Detmers over 5.5 strikeouts. Cole under eight, that's way too many to be taking as the line. It should be a little lower. I mean, he's going to strike a bunch of people out. You saw he's my highest exposed pitcher, so it's kind of a hedge too. Cease, less than 6.5 strikeouts. Valdez, more than 
this is roughly order of confidence level. Um, so, you know, if you've got your own two picks, sub out the bottom two, the top three are great. I mean, I just never play a three pick. So I added the bottom two. Uh, yeah, expected value. You definitely want to jam in a couple more 70% picks rather than play a three pick. So um, I said that I should do the math on that for you guys, since that's kind of where I've staked my claim. Okay. Um, yeah. So that's where we're at today. Got my prize picks, got my pitcher exposures. I've told you my stack strategies. All right, cool. Well, in that case, I guess I'll come out from behind the screen for one more second to say, let's get some money, 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 money. And if it doesn't happen, guys, you didn't want to use your luck up there anyway, right? You just wanted to have a good day. You want to use your luck up in real life and or in a bigger tournament down the line. So stay positive. Make sure as long as your metrics are right and you're making good calls, you're making positive expected value plays, eventually the luck will turn around. All right. See you guys later.